Hi, welcome to Quarter Life Crisis. I'm your host, Sydney Lee. Greek life is an integral part of college, especially here at CNU. While I'm not a part of it myself, I've somehow ended up surrounded by people who are, which has gotten me interested in learning more about it. I know I'm not the only one who's heard horror stories about frat life, but today I have Seamus Robinson here to talk about what it's really like. Hi, Quarter Life Crisis. Uh, so my name's Seamus. I'm uh, a newly initiated brother of the fraternity of Delta Upsilon. And... Uh, yeah, so what do you want to know? Uh, well, my first question for you is, what kind of events did you attend or were available to you during your rush process? Uh, well, there was a variety of different things that were offered to us. Um, uh, in particular, for the first semester, a lot of the events were kind of scattered. Uh, and I think it was mostly to give us a chance to see a lot of different fraternities uh, so that they weren't all kind of clustered together. Um, most of the things that I went to were very informal. Uh, it was a lot of uh, going, just hanging out with the guys and trying to uh, see what the vibe of the fraternity was, see what people's values were, what they were interested in, what they were like, um, really just kind of gauging what sort of people they were. Um, and so I went to a couple of different fraternities and sort of started to narrow my interests uh, and during rush week of the second semester, there was a lot of the same uh, casual encounters with people, but there were some more serious ones too. I know D uh, Delta Upsilon, my current fraternity, um, had an information night where they got much more into detail about why they rushed, um, got into some very personal values uh, and exchanged stories. Um, and it was a, a bit deeper of a connection uh, and that's one of the things that helped me narrow my interests. But uh, the majority of things that I went to were very informal and very casual, uh, meant to be very fun. Okay. Well, um, kind of going off of that, did any of these events lead you to know that you joined the right frat? Or is there anything else that helped you realize that you chose where you were meant to be? Uh, well, I always tell the story uh, when people ask me, um, of what made me decide to go uh, to Delta Upsilon was one of our brothers. Um, when I asked him, who he was a, a new initiate, uh, he was in my position last semester, um, and I asked him why he decided to join Delta Upsilon. And the answer that he gave me was that uh, every one of the brothers that he met was unapologetically themselves. They were very um, out there about their personality, um, and they were open books. Uh, and he enjoyed that, and uh, I found that I enjoyed it too. It was uh, very reassuring to just know right away what a person's like. Um, it's uh, it's much more comforting to know right away what you're signing on to. Um, and I think it's part two because uh, one of Delta Upsilon's main uh, principles is non-secrecy. Uh, and so it speaks to the character of the brothers that they want to let you know right away what they're like. Uh, we're just a very open group of just goofy guys. Uh, and that really spoke to me. I was really interested in joining a group like that. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, my next question is, did you have any thoughts on when to rush? Like, is it better for the spring, for the fall? What's your kind of opinion on that? Um, that's a good question. I think it is largely dependent on when you're most comfortable. Um, I know that for me personally, I fell in love with Delta Upsilon very quickly. Um, and so I was very adamant about rushing in the spring semester of my freshman year. 
So I jumped right into it, but I know a lot of people are much more uh, indecisive. A lot of people are uh, a little bit more com uncomfortable uh, and want to feel things out for a longer period of time. So personally, I don't think there's any issue in waiting um, and really trying to make sure that you make the right decision. Um, but I felt very comfortable right away. Uh, and so for me, it was the right fit to rush in the spring. But it's really up to personal discretion as to whether or not you want to rush spring, fall, even in your junior year. Um, I know a couple of people that have initiated pretty late into their career in college. Oh, I know that uh, actually some colleges let you rush the fall semester of your freshman year, which CNU doesn't do. Mm -hmm. You said you fell in love with Delta Upsilon right away. So would you have rushed your if you could have at fall your freshman year? I think that I would have waited. Um, I ended up in the same place that I was last semester anyways. Um, so it would have worked out for me, but I think in a lot of cases, um, a quick decision like that can be pretty rash. Um, and although I jumped pretty head first into uh, Greek life and, and looking into uh, what sort of organization I wanted to join, what sort of brotherhood fit me. Uh, in, in the first semester, I kind of went out, put a lot of effort into looking for that. Um, I think that a full-on rush process in my fall semester would have been a lot more stressful. Um, and I think the the casual nature of the way that I was looking at other fraternities in the fall semester was a lot better for me. I think it's a lot easier for people to kind of put on a face when they only have to know you for a few weeks or so. I, I found it much more helpful to get to know people before the rush process actually started to really see what they were actually like um, and then to have it re-solidified during the uh, official rush uh, in the spring. So I don't think that I would have rushed in the fall of my freshman year. Okay. And you did mention that you kind of jumped right in and, you know, fell in love with the frat immediately. Do you ever feel like maybe you made the wrong decision because you went too head first into what you thought you really wanted? Uh, sure. I mean, that's crossed my mind. Um, I guess there's always going to be a case of grass is greener syndrome, but I think it's a lot easier to look at an organization from the outside and think that they've really got something put together or like, wow, they really do this well. Um, and you don't necessarily see any kind of struggles that are behind it or a lot of the work or drama that might go into it. Um, so I think it's not particularly like fair for me to have any sort of sense of grass is greener syndrome. Um, uh, Delta Upsilon's been very, very good to me. We've done a lot of great things just in the semester that I've been here. Um, and I've really enjoyed the process that we've done it. Uh, and it has offered me a lot of opportunities to grow the chapter itself because it is still fairly new. Um, and I find it much easier to just focus on how happy this chapter makes me instead of, you know, could I be happier? I, I'm sure that somewhere out there, there's a slightly better fit for me. But uh, the most important thing is that I'm very, very happy here. And I really enjoy getting involved in this organization and this brotherhood. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think I made the wrong decision. I think I made a very good decision and I'm very happy with it.
and I love these guys. Okay. Well, um, seems like you made the right decision. So do you have an advice for any people rushing? Cause I know I've heard stories of people joining a frat right away and mm-hmm. ended up hating what they joined mm-hmm. and they have to drop letters and they don't get the frat life that they intended to get. So do you have any advice to kind of avoid that? Yeah, I know. I have uh, quite a few friends that have had similar experiences as well. Um, I would say to keep an open mind when you first start looking, uh, to really put yourself out there and to accept a sort of reciprocation of your efforts um, because it's not just hard on you. It's hard for the people that are um, that are putting on rush events and stuff too, they still have to put themselves out there consistently. So, you know, if you're putting in a strong amount of effort, um, you should expect a sort of reciprocation of it. Um, You know, if you go out there and you put a lot of effort into making conversation with people, expect that you get the same back. And if you don't, then, you know, maybe that's not the right fit for you. Um, But keep an open mind to people's ideas um, people's values, um, and really try and weigh uh, all the possibilities. I would mostly say to start off very broad and then start to narrow. Okay. Um, well, moving on from kind of the rush process and into the actual pledging and being in the fraternity, my first question would be, what is pledge life like? I know that's one of the hugest stigmas about fraternity, about, you know, hazing, all the things that could go wrong during the process. So tell me a little bit about what it's actually like. Sure. Well, first off, um, we actually don't have a quote-unquote pledge process. Um, After the rush process, we become associate members, um, and we have all the same uh, privileges as brothers. We just don't vote in chapter we have, it's basically more of an education session where you have to learn about the fraternity itself, its history um, in terms of uh, nationals and where we started as well as the chapter's history at CNU. Uh, so there's a, uh, a bit of a period there where there's mostly a focus on getting you up to speed and making sure that you're um, aware of what you signed on to. Um, and there's a lot of focus on making sure that your uh, rush class stays together and really bonds uh, as a class, because those are the people that you went in with together. Those are the people that you're most likely going to be leaving with together. And so they wanted to make sure that we focused on uh, establishing a bond between each other as well as with uh, the already initiated brothers. Um, And so that was mostly the focus. Um, As far as horror stories go of hazing and stuff like that. We're actually a non-hazing fraternity. Um, We never want to do anything that's going to make somebody else uncomfortable. Um, Obviously, like we're a group of guys. We're going to mess with each other once in a while. Um, But, you know, it's our job to, to make sure that we're not pushing each other's boundaries too much. You know, we're never going to put each other in a situation that we wouldn't put ourselves in. Um, and even so, if we end up making each other uncomfortable, I definitely feel like I'm in an environment where I can tell somebody that and they will respect it. Um, and it's a very safe environment. I've never felt uncomfortable. Um, I've been nothing but happy with my brothers. Um, 
So, yeah. Well, going off of um, stigmas about frat life, uh, I know a lot of people think fraternities are about partying and things like that. So tell me more about, like, the political part of frat life, like what you guys actually focus on besides, you know, all the fun and girls. <laughs> um, sure. Well, we have uh, a national philanthropy called the Global Service Initiative um, that focuses on uh, creating, like, education and things like that in uh, third world countries and making sure that uh, there's development and growth there. And we also have... Um, several local philanthropies. Uh, we've, over the past couple of years, worked with Fear to Freedom quite a lot. Um, and so we've put a lot of time and effort into there. Um, and we actually found that we felt like we weren't getting enough hours in for philanthropy and took on um, the issue of mental health awareness and made that a key part of our uh, interests because several uh, good friends of the fraternity uh, as well as some brothers to have struggled with mental health issues. Uh, and it was a issue that was very near and dear to us. And so we took that on. Uh, there's also a lot of uh, political life in terms of uh, inter-Greek relationships. Um, there's a lot of planning mixers that are, you know, completely sober events and just hanging out with other organizations. Um, there's uh, an entire inter-fraternity council uh, that is supposed to focus on working together to make sure that the things like the rush process and uh, other events like that go smoothly. Um, there's a whole range of things that you can get involved in in terms of a political life in, in Greek life, as well as internal things uh, like you know internal boards, uh, the executive board, um, and there's you know eight some odd positions just in the exec board. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a very politically oriented, very uh, you know, communications and uh, networking related organization. All right. Well, then I guess my last question for you is: There anything that distinguishes seeing you frats from anywhere else? How did you know that you found your home specifically here at our school? Um, that's a very good question. Um, I can't speak totally for fraternities at other schools because obviously this is the only place I've been. However, I have uh, traveled to other schools to visit friends and they've wanted to go to parties. And on the whole, I would say that um, the vibe of Greek life here is just very different. Like the purpose of joining a fraternity is much more obvious. Um, it's not about a bunch of people that you get drunk with every weekend and, and party and go crazy. Um, it's a group of people with shared values. It is a brotherhood. Um, it's supposed to have a message and a common goal. And, um, you know, our national, uh, uh, message is building better men and that's our goal and i think that uh in in greek life and cnu in general and, and particularly in du um that's a really big focus um you know we wear our letters not because we think we're cool but we're proud to to show who we associate with because we love our friends and we love our organization and 
we want to show off that we are part of a group that has shared interests and we're very proud of that. Um, whereas I think at other schools, there's kind of a stigma that Greek life is where the parties happen and the, you know, the quote unquote cool people go and, you know, frat life is the best life and stuff like that. But um, I think the vibe at CNU is much different. And that's probably why I decided to join in the first place, because I never considered myself a, a stereotypical frat boy. But, you know, in going to some of the parties and, and talking to some of the brothers, I kind of realized that none of them were either. Um, so it kind of raised the question of what is the stereotypical frat life? Um, so I think that CNU is kind of special in that sense. All right. Well, um, thank you for your time. You know, quarter life crisis really enjoyed having you on the show. We learned a lot about what frat life is really like, kind of exposed you for what you are in the best way possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, thank you for having me. Uh, it was really fun. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, go to you. By quarter life crisis. <laughs>